Hi, my name is Cindy Lehman. I'm the host of the Walk Magazine podcast, and this is episode 15. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. Hey everyone, thanks for hanging in there after my hiatus of posting podcasts. Um, I'm hoping to get back into it a little more regularly again. But last September, my friend Deb and I both did the Air Force Half Marathon and Run with the Amish Half Marathon within a week of each other. And shortly after those races, we recorded a podcast. Um, For some reason, it never got edited and it never got posted. Registration is open for both of those races right now, and they're both really good races. So I think you're going to find this episode interesting, especially if you're considering entering either one of those races. Um, I will have the websites and any registration information that's available um, in on my blog and in the show notes for those. Um, in the meantime, if there is anything that you would like to hear on the podcast, send an email to me at clehman at walk-magazine.com, and I will be happy to respond. You can also contact me on Facebook for now in Walk Magazine on Facebook, um, I recently changed that, and I'm pretty excited about it. And you can also find me on Twitter as Walk Magazine. I think that's it. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. We have a blog. I think that's everything. So let's get right, get right into this episode. My friend Deb and I are talking about the Air Force Half Marathon and Run with the Amish. Walk with me. Would you walk with me? joined by my friend Deb and we just recently did two really fun half marathons. We did the Air Force Marathon in Dayton, Ohio and we did Run with the Amish outside of West Union, Ohio, which is the Southeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about both of those races today. Okay. So we're going to start with Air Force because we did that one first. And first of all, when we, we we've done Air Force a couple different times, so I think we have we already have an opinion about that race, don't you? Yes. 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 Well, and for the, the people listening, the Air Force is the only full marathon that I've ever done, and I've done it twice. So I absolutely love this race, and now I don't do fulls anymore, so I only do the half, and and we, and we kind of like the half. And I love it because it has a great finish. Yeah. So the first thing um, we do is we go to the expo. And I think that is the thing I like least about the Air Force Marathon. I agree. Because they have the expo in Nutter Center, and it's, and the expo is not on, like, the stadium floor. It's in the hallways going around. So it's very, very tight. But And it's confusing because then you have to go down into the stadium to get all the stuff you need, like your number and your bib and your shirt. I don't, I don't like their expos. No, I don't either. No. But, and well, it used to be that you could, you had to go around and then come back, and they changed that. So this year we ended up going through that tight expo twice, which right. was kind of annoying. Yeah, not my favorite part. No. 
Uh, but we always go to the pasta dinner because one year when we did this race, we decided not to and we could not find a restaurant that we could get in to eat. So we always do the pasta dinner. It's like $25? 25 extra. Yep. Okay. So it's $25. They usually have a pretty motivational speaker. It's buffet style. And the food seems to be never ending. Mm-hmm. Well, this year they had lasagna. And then they had vegetarian lasagna and like a an iceberg lettuce Pasta or whatever. Sale and a lot of vegetables, which was very nice. But I didn't really care for the lasagna because, well, first of all, I'm a lasagna snob. But second of all, I like something really simple the night before. I prefer like a simple marinara. The food was good, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And it was, it was, the dinner was okay. But the motivational speaker was not very motivational. Well, the other thing that we've never seen happen before, we ended up at a table real close to the door because we were, the tables filled up so fast. They had opened the doors earlier. Yes. So we got there at exactly when the doors should be open and Mm -hmm. almost every table was already grabbed and we were trying to save it for a group of people. Right. And it ended up too that there were not enough chairs for the number of people who wanted to hear the speakers. So they were setting up cha- tables and chairs that was while we su- were eating. That was surprising because normally it's such an organized right. race. How did they not know how many people were going to be at the pasta dinner? Right. I, th- I thought that was strange. Now, granted, as soon as the speaker was done, the place cleared out. Right. But Right. And we toured the museum, which was very nice, which we hadn't done previous years so that was that was very nice the pasta dinner is held in the air force museum and then you can stay around and and tour the museum after you've eaten which was nice yeah i haven't been to that museum in a long time i enjoyed that Mm -hmm. well and so after that we went back to our hotel room and we go to bed pretty early but um, we were very fortunate that some friends of us found the one and only hotel that's near the start line it was very nice. Because traditionally, uh, this race, the traffic is really bad in the morning. And especially if it's rained, it's even worse because of all the people parking in the fields on the Air Force Base. So um, I've stopped doing this race for a couple of years because of parking. Mm-hmm. But this year we stayed at the hotel that was right near the finish li- our start and finish line. And we just walked over and... I think it was about a mile. It was, it was about a mile, so it was a, a very nice warm-up. And very easy to mm-hmm. do, so that mm-hmm. was nice. Um, we we could not hear uh, the announcements at all, so when the cannon went off to say that the race started, we we didn't even know it was happening. Right. But there was the, the parachuters. Right, and I had seen um, the flyover of the plane from our hotel window so that was fun so i got to see the flyover the flyover was for the full marathon which started an hour before the half marathon right and i forgot what the designated plane was this year dragon lady that's what it was so they had a flyover and i heard it but by the time i looked (laughs) it was too late (laughs) so i get i got to see it and hear it so that was yeah and that was just by chance. That was yeah. You were I just, just happened to go curtains. over and open the curtains, and well, there it is. <laughs> that was, and it doesn't fly over for the half anymore. They used to. 
I'm sure right? that part of it is because of budgets. Right. Yeah. Right. So for us, there we heard no announcements. We didn't hear the national anthem. No. Um, they did have the parachuters come down and the, with all the American flags, which is so cool. I just thought this, that's really nice. Very nice. There were plenty of Porta Johns at the beginning. And so we're just standing in there, and all of a sudden the cannon goes off and we start. Mm -hmm. So, And I lost my satellite on my GPS, so I ended up being like two seconds off by the time that I got my satellite again. Okay. But anyway, um... The course is pretty good. Um, on the elevation chart, it looked like it was going to be extremely hilly. And it looked like there were going to be intense hills. But I didn't think it was bad at all. No, it wasn't bad. And let me preface my part by saying, two days before, I had come down with a horrible stomach bug that I guess is going around Columbus. And I had it Thursday morning and Friday morning bad and didn't think I'd be able to go. But I ended up feeling better and went. But at the start of the race, the sun, it was 8.30, which is late yes. for a start. And the sun was beating down, and I was not feeling 100% yet, and I was sweating. And I got very nervous. <laughs> I got very nervous. So I, I took it very slow for the first two miles. And I almost considered turning back at the two-mile Mark, it was so hot, and I didn't want to puke on the course, which I thought I might do because I don't do heat well anyway. And I was just still recovering, but but I made it. Luckily, the clouds came, and the cool breezes came, and it was much better. Right, and and even though it was warm at the start, I understand why it affected you because you hadn't been feeling well. You were probably a little bit dehydrated too. Right, right, but. You know, I didn't think it was overly warm. We've done plenty of races that were hotter than that. Right. But it kind of affected me, too. I had a hard okay. time going as fast as I wanted to go. I was I was much slower. I was, like, at a 15-minute pace, which normally, in a race, I've been averaging, like, 13.45. So I was quite a bit slower. Yeah. But, but I was fine with that because I just wanted to feel good for the whole race, and I wasn't considered with time. After initially thinking I wouldn't even be able to go. It was so sad. <laughs> was so sad. Oh, I was so happy when you said, have you uh, left yet? And I got oh, to say, no, I'll wait for you. <laughs> I've eaten. I'm good. Um, I, you know, I can't think of anything along the course that was really, really exceptional. Um, it's, it's. It used to follow more of the full marathon course, and it doesn't anymore. There are only a couple places where it matches up a little bit. But I thought the water stops on the half marathon were not very good. A I've, lot of them just didn't even seem to be expecting us. They weren't um, They weren't dressed up in costumes like they normally are. Normally there's a theme for every water stop, and I didn't see that so much, except for a couple of them. There was one that was space balls. I saw that one. And then there was another one, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. So nor normally they are a lot more fun. But I, I thought the volunteers were great. Volunteers were, and all the military people are standing out, and the families in the residential area yeah. are out on their lawns. And, and that was wonderful. And it, it seemed like there was more of that this year than yes. in the past. And the other bad thing, there were all these warnings, which I'm assuming was for a potential storm coming through the because the clouds were very dark the sky was very dark 
like right before a thunderstorm right. comes in. And I was surprised at the normal the number of people standing out, and that was great. Maybe part of it was because it was cooling off and it wasn't so right. hot. <laughs> and I like how in this race they mark the halfway point. Oh, you're halfway done. This is 6.55. And they have the photographers at the halfway point. I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, I totally was oblivious. Yeah. I was oblivious. Because I, I heard the people attention. in the water stop saying, oh, you're halfway through. And then there was, I think there might have been a mark in the road. And those okay. guys on their step ladders with the cameras. Oh. I ass- that was the halfway mark. Okay. I think Cheryl and I were talking. Okay. <laughs> I walked most of this race with our friend Cheryl up until about mile eight. So, um, you know, even though there were plenty of water stops, I did feel like a lot of the people on the water stops didn't know how to hand water to people. And I think that was probably more of my issue. And there were a couple of them where I felt like there weren't enough people. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't run into that so much. Okay. No. Well, maybe that minute distance difference in between. <laughs> the 15 minute <laughs> I was so relieved. I was so relieved because this is when I was struggling at the start and somebody somebody came up behind me and was talking to me for a minute and said, oh, I've been following you. Is this your normal pace? I'm like, no. <laughs> and she says, oh, it's not my normal pace either. And it's so hot. It was back when it was hot. And I, yeah. I felt it made me feel so much better that somebody else was not doing as well. Well, when Cheryl and I got to mile eight, I decided I was going to try to pick up the pace, which was just as you get on this huge entrance ramp that normally goes into the freeway, and it was so steep, and I thought, oh, this was a really bad time to try to pick up my pace. And then you get down to the other end, and I turn around, and Cheryl's like 10 feet behind (laughs) me. See, I I have two feelings. I I think that's like one of the most boring parts of the race. Yes. But then I think, oh, only five more miles to go. Yeah. Well, I was really entertained by two women who were near me at that point. One of them was screaming that she really wanted a cigarette. And the other friend was saying, well, if you finish this race, I'll let you have a cigarette. And and their interaction was making me laugh. Oh, my gosh. Um, the woman did tell me she was not going to let her friend have a cigarette when they were done. <laughs> and the other nice thing about that part of the race is when when the full marathoners are meeting up yes. and running alongside. So that's that's yeah. nice to have that distraction. Yeah, that is nice. Mm-hmm. So um, actually, the my favorite part is when you're near the finish and you're actually going through residential and it's officer housing, right? I thought that's more at the start. Okay. More in the initial residential, okay. that's the officer. Okay. With the nice brick homes okay. and, the, and the college flags out front. Okay. Yeah. But I do like I do like this part of it where it is through the residential. Yes. There were plenty of people out watching us. And I'm thinking that somewhere around mile 10, for me, it started raining. Yes. But it wasn't raining hard. No. It was just a real light sprinkle. It wasn't bad and it felt good. Yeah. And the breeze was cool, and it was it felt good. So I tried to pick up my pace the whole way through here, but I just could not get any faster. And then we found out from Cheryl that she was actually struggling after I left her. And she actually slowed down quite a bit and, and had to regroup to finish. 
but she, as it turned out, she was only a minute and a half behind me, so she couldn't have been struggling for very long. And the end is always so deceiving when you make that final turn back onto the main base. And I figured out that you're walking down the run a runway right. to the finish. I finally figured that out. <laughs> How come it's taking so long? Oh, it's a runway. Duh. <laughs> on an Air Force base. On an Air It's shocking. <laughs> but it, it just, this year it just seemed to take so long to walk down that runway and make the final turn through those planes to the, it's just a great finish. It is. It's a great it finish. Is. And to get your medal from an officer. and Oh, yeah. And I, and I had a woman officer this year. I just, I tear up every year, every yes. time I do it. It was, and walking down those airplanes, a couple times I've tried taking photos from there, and and they never turn out right, so I don't even no, try taking pictures right, anymore, because right. it just doesn't do it justice, no. but it is just so inspiring, and I was pumping my arms as hard as I could at that point, just walking, wanting people to know that I was a race walker and not just strolling through this <laughs> So my finish time was three hours and like four tenths of a second (laughs) which was okay because I didn't really have a time goal but I just I prefer to be under three hours if I can do it I didn't think I was going to I was 316 and change which I was happy for because I was just happy to be there and doing it and I went in knowing I wasn't gonna PR so I was okay with that Um, another thing that was a little bit different this year was um, the food selection because in previous year they've they've always had La Rosa's pizza. That's yes, right. I expected pizza, but it was better. It was G- little Jimmy John's Sandwich. subs, like little sandwiches, mini subs. Yeah. It was much better. It just sat in my stomach better. Much better. So um, after uh, Cheryl finished, like just a minute and a half after I did, and then we went and waited for you because mm-hmm. she had to leave. Okay. So, by the time you got to me, I didn't know if I was going to be able to stand up, but <laughs> I was a little stuff. And I, I thought of, um, when I was nearing the finish, If you, I didn't want you to wor- be worried about me. I almost texted you and said, oh, I'm at a 15-minute pace, don't worry. But, yeah. I, but you messaged me, and it was all good. Yeah, I was, I was, that's why we carry our phones now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But remember when we were at Big Sur and we could not find the women we were with. So we went back to the hotel and they were so worried about us and kept going to the medical tent and looking for us. So uh, we carry our phones all the time. And you didn't show up on the finisher list. So they thought that something bad had happened to me. I felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great race. It really is. And next year in 2016 is the 20th anniversary of the race. And I had completely forgotten that when I first did the, the Air Force Marathon in 2000, that it hadn't been around very long. In fact, they only had the full, and there were only about 3,000 people there. With the two times I did the full, I drove up that morning mm. and did the full marathon because it was just so easy to park, and I didn't want to spend the money for the hotel. It was just really nice. And another thing I noticed throughout the race, so many more people. I, thought so I was too. back with the 15-minute pacers, and it was crowded. Yeah. A lot more. It's You can tell it's gotten a lot more um, popular. And a lot more walker-friendly, I yes, think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it has like a four-hour limit. It does. Limit. 
Well, the full used to have an eight-hour limit, but I think it's seven now. Okay. So after we ate the sandwiches and relaxed, we did walk the mile back to our hotel, and and that did seem just a tiny bit rough. With with all the traffic leaving, yeah. that was yeah, it was tricky. But I'm glad we walked and didn't drive because I I'm thinking it would have been a lot harder. Yeah, but it was fine, and we got right back on the highway, and and we were able to check out of our hotel and reserve it again for next year. Yeah, so, so that'll that'll be. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't mind telling people that there's a hotel there now that we already have a reservation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a reservation. I wouldn't oh, tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Oh, sirens. So, um, Air Force was one week before we did Run with the Amish. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's the Adams County Half Marathon, and the subtitle is really Run with the Amish. Mm -hmm. I thought the Run with the Amish was the official name of the race. <laughs> but that one was down in Adams County, Ohio, which is straight south of Columbus. Mm -hmm. And it's a... It, it was such a pretty area, and oh, it's, it's gorgeous. very hilly mm -hmm. and um, just very, very pretty. But, mm -hmm. So um, when we got there, we checked into our hotel, and then we drove to where the packet pickup is. And it, it was just this company that sells sheds. They're probably Amish-made sheds, I'm not sure. <laughs> And you just go to the shed for the half mile or half, half marathon. Mm -hmm. And then the nice thing was we got to see what the medals were going to look like. But our goodie bags were just cinch sacks and they had the logo of the of the race on them. And they were just packed full of stuff. I could not believe how much stuff. Wow. They were heavy. A lot of stuff. And they had this seppo sauce that I haven't tried eating yet. I left it at the hotel. But I, I think yeah. it looks like it's sort of like a Caesar salad dressing. Oh, really? Because the description says it was for a, a bread, bread salad. salad. Bread and romaine salad. So it sounds like Caesar yeah. to me. But, but I haven't tried it yet. But, but the bag was just huge, full of stuff. Uh, and to, the people were also friendly. Very friendly. Everybody was very friendly and welcoming. and. But yeah. the... But the the finisher medals that we could see were handmade flat baskets that Amish children made. And then they wrote their name and address on the back so that we can write to them. And the full marathons were bigger than the half marathons, which were bigger than the 5K mm -hmm. race medals. I need to write my thank you cards this weekend. Yeah, I need to do that too. Yeah. Well, I was going to print out a picture, and I just haven't printed one out yet. Yeah, I'm just going to send a card Okay. to each kid. Yeah. And... While we were there, after we picked up our packets, we actually ran into um, our other friends. We were there with Steve, Laura, and Elaine, who all did the half marathon together. And we walked through some of the Amish shops, and that was really neat. And, and there was one that just had all that old-fashioned candy that you just can't find anywhere else. Yes, so I picked up some Amish fudge and turtles for Jeffrey. Oh, and he said they're so good. And he said they're better than Anthony Thomas. Fresher. Oh, I imagine they are. The fudge was really good. So we walked around the store and people bought candy and stuff and that was kind of neat. And then we walked, then Elaine and Laura left us and we walked through that furniture store with Steve and it was just so it's neat so looking neat. at all that Amish made furniture. It was just so beautiful. With the huge tables, yeah. kitchen tables. It yeah. was really nice. Uh -huh. Then um, that night, they don't have 
a formal pasta dinner or race dinner, but we were invited to attend a community dinner that the Amish people were holding to raise money for their school. And it was held at the lumber yard mm -hmm. and the community center. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously when you're driving down the street, it was easy to find the lumber yard. <laughs> and there were all the um, Amish buggies and their horses parked on the other side of the street. That was pretty cool. That was very cool. That was very cool. But what really amazed me is the number of Amish people we saw getting out of cars. Yes. And I... Well, it just, it was surprising. I didn't realize that we were going to see that because right. there were so many in buggies. Right. But, but it was really kind of hard to find a place to park in this, in this lumber yard because they had us parking in between stacks of lumber uh -huh. and it, it was, it was pretty funny. And the dinner, they had this giant grill outside and they were grilling chicken and we could have either half or a quarter chicken mm -hmm. and homemade noodles and potato salad and baked beans. Homemade rolls. Homemade rolls. Ugh. And and desserts were, I think it was all pie. I didn't pie. see any cake. It was all pie. Pie and ice cream. And it was a donation, so we could give as much as we mm -hmm. wanted. And Steve and I had decided that the $10 we gave was not enough because the food really was delicious. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I went going in. It's like, well, it's going to be probably like a $15 meal. So. I just put in 20, so I evened them out, so we were all good. <laughs> but the food was delicious. Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And the other thing is, it's like, we were, it was so neat being that close to to the Amish. It was just, it was, ve it was very cool. It was. And we were, like, in the minority, and it was just, it was just And they really were all cool. very nice to us. Very nice. Very friendly. And the little, the little Amish kids were just adorable. And, the, and it was so funny because Steve has this little tiny blue car, and they, a bunch of boys were outside, and they really were interested in his car, and we're all standing close to it looking at it. So I'm not sure if it was the color or the size or what, but they seemed and to like it. And we all had to get in the driver's side because I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to disrupt the boys on the passenger side of the car. They looked so cute, and they stayed there. Yeah. While he turned it on and was backing up. Yeah, they, they were, were like right there. Looking in the window. By the car. <laughs> it was it was adorable. I'm glad Steve was driving. Yeah. One thing that was I found really interesting when we were at the dinner was a woman who sat down next to us was from West Virginia. And not only had, what had she, was she doing run with the Amish, but the week before she had done Air Force, mm -hmm. which we had just done. And she also had done Run the Bluegrass this year, which we had too. And I thought, what are the chances of a race that only has 700 people in it? Having anyone fun. who would have done those three races that we did this year. That was fun. And the other fun thing is we saw the director of Run with the Amish doing the race. Yes. That was pretty cool. And he is pretty friendly. Yeah, he's very friendly. Yeah, so that, that was pretty cool. So the, the morning of the race, we planned to get to the start an hour early and it, you know, it probably wasn't absolutely necessary, but it was nice to be there and be parked. Mm -hmm. And, and at that point there were plenty of porta johns, but, it, but other people were complaining that closer to the start, there weren't enough, but I thought there were plenty there were at plenty. that point. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember anything special about the start. Can you? It was... It was just a little cool. It was really um, perfect race weather. It was 
a little on the cool side, but not cold. And I, I decided not to wear my jacket. It was that warm. I thought, gosh, I'll warm up in a hurry. I don't want to have it wrapped around me. And it was fine. It was just waiting for it to get started. I think it took off like a half hour late. And and I don't know why, but it seemed like they were having they were talking to police in the area, maybe making sure that then the one I street read was that closed. Somebody had been in a, a car accident. Oh, and they were waiting for him. Was it the race the the timer the timer guy? Oh, that makes was sense. was in a fender bender and okay, that makes sense. They were waiting for him. Yeah, that was probably a good thing. A good I think I read that in the responses somewhere. Yeah. So they've been, I mean, on their Facebook page, they've been very receptive to comments and oh, yeah. replying when people have had a problem, and it's a great race for such a small race. Do you remember how much we paid to do that one? Um, next year's is 65 until the end of the year, so I'm thinking it was right around there. Okay. It might have been like 70, because okay. I think after the end of the year, it goes up to 70. I signed up for that one late after you and Steve and Laura had already signed up, so I think I probably paid 70 to do that Okay, because I had seen, they were at the expo for Run with the Bluegrass. I saw the medal and instantly wanted to do the right. race. But I'm glad a lot of us went down there, because I think I would have been apprehensive to go on my own. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So there was a there was this guy who was dressed like a pioneer that was there for some reason with a gun and he shot off his gun and that's how the race started. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw him in the photos. Oh. <laughs> so oh, that was cool. Yeah, they had the five k, half marathon, and marathoners all starting together, which was fine. Um, I can't. Did they play the national anthem? I, don't I can't remember. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. So then, uh, the the race is very hilly. So, I'm the the going in the uphill is one thing, but going downhill is totally different. And it was a little bit sprinkling on and off, and sometimes mm -hmm. the road was wet, and I was a little bit worried about slipping going downhill. Right. There were um, there was horse manure we had to dodge. Right. And I was really only worried about the fresh piles. The ones that had been run over, I didn't even worry right, about no, anymore because they, they no. weren't that big of a deal. Concerned about slipping. Yeah. yeah. There were water stops, so many water stops. Great. It was perfect. Well, yeah. actually, there were probably too many. After a while, I quit taking water. They, they, they were great. There were orange slices at so many of those stops. Oh, it was, was ridiculous. So nice. And they had uh, McDonald's apple slices at some of them, too. Oh, is that what those were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Pat ate some apples at one The of them. oranges were wonderful. It felt perfect. And yeah. I had a millisecond of things that, well, I don't really train with oranges, but I'm the, how can you go wrong with a slice of an orange? And that yeah. natural sugar and yeah. makes such a huge difference. It sure did. Yes. And and when I say that the course is hilly, I am, I'm probably understating how hilly the course is. Because <laughs> at one point... I can't remember what mile it was. Maybe mile six? I think they said mile six and seven. So you, you, you're going, you go up a little hill and back down, and then you start going up this huge hill, 
and then you reach the top and you think, wow, this is it. And then you turn and, there's and you go one. up another hill. And at that point, you're like, oh my gosh. I don't and it was funny because hill. I was not too far behind you then. And I saw you going up the hill and I'm struggling. I mean, it was the type of hill where you're really struggling yes. to keep your arms up. And I said, oh, Cindy's got her arms down. I can put my arms down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, if Cindy's doing that, I can do it. Because it was that bad where you really had to put your arms down. Yeah. And just lean into the hill. It was. Yes. But did you notice when we when we passed? I think it was like halfway up a hill or something. There was this house with a sign out, and it said, "Carriage repair." Yes. I'm like, how cool! <laughs> something you don't see every yes. buggy repair. Yes. That you don't see every day. This course was so beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. It it reminded me so much of. Where I'm from, upstate New York. Okay. Just, I just got a little homesick, even. It was just hilly and farmland, and it was gorgeous. And and a lot of the water stops had Amish children providing water, which yes. was really nice. Yeah. And they had whole families yeah. sitting outside covered in blankets, Yeah, which was very sweet. And even some homes, you know, sometimes you would see a kid or two come down the end of their driveway, and I thought... That's very nice, and just thanked everybody. And oh, and there were tons of horses that were coming right up to the fence uh, yeah. to see what oh, we were doing. <laughs> more, we got to see more horses close up than we did at Run with or Run the Bluegrass. Oh yeah, we did a, a lot more horses. So that was very nice. Well, and this this one was so much hillier than Run yes. the Bluegrass. Yes. But I I thought maybe it's because we've been training so well that this one, even though it was difficult, I thought Run the Bluegrass felt mentally harder. Yeah, but, I, th I think Run the Bluegrass was mentally harder. Plus, that was in March. Yes. When you, the first half of the season is always the hardest. Yeah, I agree. And then the one thing that was pretty cool was they had a sign encouraging every single person in the race Yes. And I found mine. Mine was kind of half folded over so I could just see the Lehman. And then I saw Elaine's and I saw Laura's. But okay. those were the only ones I saw. I didn't, I didn't see anyone else's. And I didn't realize what they were until halfway through the science. It's like, oh, they've done this for everybody. Yes. It was really cool. It was very cool. And I figured mine was just curled up somewhere because it had started raining. And yeah, a lot I thought of them that, was, that took a lot of work. Oh, yeah. And to staple them to the trees or that uh -huh. was great. Yeah, it was. Mine was hot pink. <laughs> it was really nice. Pat said, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you take your picture with it?" And I said, "Because I'm in a race." <laughs> no, when it hit me, what they were is, wow. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Now I walked most of this race with our friend Pat and with Steve. And did you walk most of it alone? We were together. Were we together for about half the race? We were together for, five, five, for about five miles. Five miles, yeah. yeah. So there were, for about two miles, or four of four or five of us together, Laura took off. And then I was behind you, and then Elaine and Steve were behind me. But I ended up walking almost the entire race with Pat okay. after we went ahead of you guys. Okay. And it was it was pretty good. But um, there were there were portageons throughout the race. Um, I never stopped, and it seemed like there was always someone in them. So if okay. you were going to have to stop, you were going to have to wait. It w it, there was never a point where you were not going to have to mm -hmm. wait. Um, the one thing I did not like about this race is they don't really close the streets. 
So there were times when there were cars and for the most part, the cars were pretty slow and were very careful about going around us. But but some were traveling quite fast. And there were some huge trucks that were going really fast. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. otherwise, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then when you, when we get to the very end... Um, it was on an upward incline, and that that was a little bit tough to finish fast. And it had started to rain, like around mile eight or so, and it turned chilly. Yeah. And that, that made it a little harder. Well, and I kept my jacket with me, and my, it was just a really light windbreaker, but mm-hmm. at that point, I was putting it on and taking it off, because I was wet, so mm-hmm. it didn't really matter, mm-hmm. but at least it was keeping the wind off my mm-hmm. skin, but... And the other part I didn't like was um, at mile 11, you made a turn down a side street that was pretty, it had a lot of potholes. So you really had to watch where you were stepping. And then you came back down and then it was mile 12. So that was nice. Yeah. But the mile markers were the basket, were the basket, the flat baskets designed just like the metal. And they were, most of them were that. And they were so cute. They were very nice. And then they had bales of straw. For the other mile markers and had little little um, scarecrows on uh-huh. them that were very cute. That was very nice. And when when you get to the finish, the the finish arch was actually in the parking lot where we started, which is fine. But you couldn't tell what part where you were supposed to turn. It was in confusing to if to you go. had to walk past it or if you right. came in before it. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was just a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. but. But overall, it was a really good race. It was a great race. So I finished that one in 3.08 something, which considering how hilly it was, was right. good. And I think I came in at 3.14, which I was glad because it was faster than Air Force. Right. So I was happy. Well, and I was happy we were, we were all faster than we were at Run the Bluegrass. Right. <laughs> Three and a half hours. Right. <laughs> So obviously our speed works and right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely room. speed work. Yes. So at at the end of the race, I did not eat any of the food. <gasps> they had pumpkin cake, pumpkin cake or carrot cake. I could not tell the difference. And chocolate milk. I did have chocolate milk, but I, but I can't eat cake anymore. Oh, it was so good, so good. Cream cheese frosting. Oh, that would have just it done was me in. So good. Really? Yeah. But there, I saw that there was something else over there, too, when I finished, but it all looked way too sweet for me. So okay. I would have loved it if they would have just had the dinner rolls or something plain. Didn't they have banana? Did they have bananas? Um, They might have had bananas. I saw the baked goods and went right for those. You know, I think I grabbed a banana. Okay. But here's the very, very cool thing is um, everybody we were with won an age group award. Yes. So our friend Laura was the first woman, and she won a huge handmade basket. She said that it was full of stuff, but she didn't tell me what was in it because, well, we didn't see her at that point because she went to get coffee. She was cold. So we don't know what was in the basket, but um, each of us won a basket, and ours are, are small handmade baskets that are so cute that say age group on them. Age group winner. Yeah, age group winner. Mm-hmm. And mine is has the same pattern that my metal does, so I was really excited. I got the same colors. <sighs> Elaine was upset where hers were different colors. Oh no! <laughs> so that was really it really was cool that they cool. have a walking division, and we won age group awards. 
So all of us won something, and uh, I was first in my age group. Actually, I think all of us were first in our age group except for Steve, and he was, and he was second. second. And I think we're doing it again next year. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do it next year. I'm going to do hill training in the summer. Okay, and great. I'm going to I'm going to try to win a big basket next year. And if I don't win a big basket, I don't know if I'll do this one again. But okay, okay. But I love the fact that it has a walking division. Yes, and it's a gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's ama- It's always amazes me. You drive an hour out of Columbus, and you're in hills. Yeah. No matter which direction you go, maybe not west, but north and south, and it's just yeah, not flat anymore. <laughs> it's just it's it's gorgeous. It I I forget. I always forget about that. Well, and then I this race is already open registration for next year. It's going to be September twenty fourth, mm-hmm. so we have plenty of time to, to decide if we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, you're going to reserve the hotel early mm-hmm. again. And Air Force registration, the the lowest price you can enter Air Force is New Year's Day, January first. Yes. Yep. And last year, it, or this year on January first, was fifty bucks. Oh wow. And I can't remember. I don't know what it's going to be this upcoming year. But, yeah, Air Force. I only paid 50 bucks to do Air Force. That's great. That's a great plan that they have. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do Air Force on the 20th, and we'll do... On the 20th anniversary. anniversary right. And we'll do Run with the Amish so Cindy can win a picnic, a basket. picnic basket. Well, Laura won't do it, so that That's immediately right. would have made me... I was I was the fifth female walker overall. Oh, that's right. So, without Laura, hey, I had a shot. You don't have that far to go. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was just gore. I mean, and for a two-hour drive, and it's good to have somebody go with you, because going home is always rough. Right. And we stayed at, uh, like, a Comfort Inn or Comfort Suites in Seaman, Ohio, and our hotel was a lot nicer than the ones our friends stayed in West Union. Mm-hmm. That was a no-name, right? Nothing. Independent. Yeah, because our hotel had uh, had the breakfast the continental breakfast in the morning. Available, yeah, mm-hmm. and theirs had nothing. They had to go to McDonald's to get coffee. Mm-hmm. No, it was a it was a good hotel. It was, yeah, two good races. Yeah. Yes. So our next race is the half marathon at the Columbus Marathon. Yay! And we probably will not do a review of that one because we've been doing that one forever, and okay. we've done several reviews of it. And we're both hoping to PR. That's our goal, to PR. I have to beat a 301.27, which I think I can do. Oh, I'm sure you can, because you almost did that at one race earlier this year. Okay. Well, what what was when we did the Columbus Half? No, that was I, it. That was my I, PR. Oh. The Columbus Half run by okay. Ultra Fit. Okay. At Three Creeks, which I, I love that race. And I PR'd. I was so happy. But I will be glad to... I want to bang the gong at Columbus. And you want to get under three hours. I want, that's my goal. Yes, that's my ultimate well, goal. I know you can do it. You can do it. But I'll be happy to beat 301.27. Well, and I, be, and I really, really want to bang the gong this year. I missed a PR by 12 seconds last year. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's because... Someone ran up to us that we knew and ran up to me and was running really slowly next to me and talking to me for a minute. Uh, distracted. And I think mm-hmm. 
I think my pace slowed down just enough. That's where my 12 seconds. So no slowing down. So no talking. If, if I see him this year, I'm just going to wave and keep on going. No talking in the race. None. Well, thank you very much for doing this, Deb. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This was fun. It's always fun. Bye, everybody. Bye. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Walk Magazine podcast. I had a lot of fun talking with Deb about the races. And as you can tell, nice is one of our favorite words. We're going to have to work on that. Maybe find a new word to describe a race that is nice. Um, we're doing several races this year. I'm I am doing a, a couple races without anyone else, which will be a different experience for me. And I'm really excited about a walker's only half marathon I'll be doing this year. And I'm hoping to talk to the race director the night before the race. Maybe that will make a good interview. So as I said earlier, you can find me on Facebook. We are now Walk Magazine. You can find us or you can find me on Twitter as Walk Magazine. And you know you knew the blog. That's where you found me. I'd like to thank my brother-in-law, Gordon Lehman, for writing my theme song. It was recorded at Real Time Audio in Denton, Texas. The recording engineers were Eric Delagarde, and it was produced by Eric Delagarde and Gordon Lehman. The vocals are Whitney Wilson. Cello was Madeline Hansen. Guitar in Fender Rhodes, Gordon Lehman. Thanks. With me. Would you walk with me? And if you